0: The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised.
1: How long ago did this happen? Oh, about three
2: weeks ago. And I, Look, I know how it sounds. It sounds like I was on the sauce, <laughs> but I swear it's true, and I'd swear it on a good book. I saw him out there. So I, I've been following this herd of elk for I don't know, two days, trying to get down one of them. There was this bull I had my eyes on. Rack as wide as the grill on a semi. So I'm, I'm worming my way up a ridge and I'm glassing the meadow below. And the wolves are fading in and out of sight. That's when I saw him a man, naked, without a stitch on him, not even boots. He's crouched low, and he's running with the wolves. <laughs> sometimes upright, sometimes all fours. But they're closing in on the herd. So there, there's one out, just trailing behind the rest of the herd, and then the wolves they start to call around it. And this man, he leaps, and, and the cow's leg it goes limp, just like that. She drops, boom, down. Now, I don't, I don't trust what I'm seeing. You know, the, the same way you don't trust what I'm telling you now. My gut's telling me to run, head home, take a long hot shower, try and wash the crazy out your eyes, but I guess I can't help myself. So, so I, I shoulder my rifle, I'm glassing them all so my go. And there's the man. He's huddled up with the pack. He's tearing away at the back strap with his teeth. Then the sun comes up over the rise, pressure in the valley shifts, and and suddenly I'm upwind. Just like that, the man's bloody face rises out of the carcass, and he stared right at me. then and then i ran that's what happened i humped up that ridge so fast i thought my heart would bust can you scrap what he looked like oh he was covered in blood but i recognized him all right mutton chops roadkill haircut newer town he, he worked on a boat i think but i i seen him at the bar logan can you explain what I saw?
1: I can't make sense of it. I can only tell you he's a dangerous man. Now I have a... I've got a map here. You mind showing me where all this happened? Hey, you bet. Let's
2: see, it's uh, right there.
1: Okay, it's about five miles from his cabin. So, um, you best to talk to other people about
2: this. Yeah, sure. Sheriff among them. He seemed pretty keen on me talking to you. Did he? Yeah. It's good to know. I assume you heard about the bear hunt, is organizing? Mm-hmm. I'll be out there with the rest of the yahoos. Well, it's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> but Langrock's putting down money. $10,000 buys a lot of whiskey and ribeye. Hmm.
1: So you really believe a grizzly might be to blame? As opposed to what? Logan? Well, I mean, there've only been, what, a dozen attacks in the past century? I mean, so many to be concentrated in one place in so short a time. Now, where'd you hear that? I looked it up online. That's a bunch of bull.
2: A dozen attacks in the last century? I could bless a dozen in the last few years. Now don't don't believe everything you read in a computer. Yeah, but it's... but nothing. Laskins don't talk to the police unless they absolutely have to. You can't trust a single statistic coming out of this state because they're only based
1: on the people that talked. Uh, so, you think it's a bear? Has anyone seen it? Uh, seen
2: tracks. Seen signs. Uh, I heard stories about a grizz up near Split Rock Canyon, bigger than a train car. Uh, But I'll I'll tell you what, if I see that Grizz, or if I see Logan out there, I'll pull the trigger. Hmm.
1: So has anyone else mentioned seeing Logan in the woods, or seeing anything, anyone else that seemed strange?
2: Not that I heard. You might try talking to some of the natives down the road at uh, Ekwok Village. Uh, I, I can give you some names. Okay, thanks. Or, uh, there's always Brent. Brent? Brent Langrock, son of Joseph Langrock. I mean, he's in the woods more than a tree, hunting, trapping, like a religion to him. Big guy, uh, nice enough, I suppose. Full of himself, too, like his old man. Hmm. So with the Langrocks, there's the father, Joseph, and Brent. Two sons, uh, Brent and Hudson. Brent's the older, Hudson's the younger, and boy, he looks at a little quiet, bald dude. He crunches numbers for the family business, does the bookkeeping.
1: All right, got it. Sounds like I'm overdue for a date with the Langrocks.
0: Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night, Chapter Four, Hunters.
3: Mallory, right? I was in here the other day. I remember. You've got a good a lot easier. Busy. I only count four customers and they appear content. I'm guessing you can spare me a few minutes. When I was in here before you were lingering, it almost looked like you might have something to say. You drinking? Nothing for me. So Logan was regular here. He'd come in. Can you give me anything else? Where would he sit? What did he drink? That kind of thing.
4: Corner booth, whiskey mainly. Usually you just told me to leave the
3: bottle. I notice you keep a journal. You were writing in it when I came in.
4: I like to write. What do you
3: like to write? I heard you like sports that'll kill you. Free climbing and base jumping and white water rafting.
4: Who told you that?
3: I asked around. I know where you live, I know you pick up extra shifts at the sawmill when you're not working here I Don't and...
4: appreciate you asking around behind my back. Well,
3: here I am asking you face to face. So what were you writing? It's just... It's a stupid poem. About what? I said it's stupid. It would sound stupid to summarize. Well, I'm not gonna leave until you give me something. You must know that by now. Okay, it's about... Where you're from how a place
4: defines you. Tell me. Like if you're from the east, you're standing on top of the past. Matters who your family is, matters what happened in this house or that street corner 200 years ago. Everyone's a, a pack mule
3: loaded up with history. I, I don't read poetry. Is that where you're from, out east? But out west, it's different. There's no history. There's only the future. And we're not pack mules, we're hunters. Would you say that's true of Logan, that he's a hunter? Sure. Did he do something that would make you say that? Once there was a, a fight. I think I heard about this fight. I mean, there are a
4: lot of fights around here. Somebody says something stupid or somebody wins too many games of pool. And yeah, you know, before you know it, you've got a broken nose and a few broken bottles, and then the night moves on. Worst case scenario, maybe somebody nice a tire in the parking lot or... But this was different. Yeah. Yeah, this was different. This was the fight. When? A few weeks ago.
3: And it was Logan
4: against... And it was him against the rest of them. He was minding his business like he always did. Sitting in the booth, smoking a cigar. In case you can tell, we got a problem with fishermen in this town. It's more or less a seasonal job, and you got people coming in from all over. Look, it's a hard job, and if you can hack it, you can pull in 80K in five months of 70-hour weeks. I don't know what the male-to-female ratio is here in Burns, but let's just say it is not good. If you're a woman, you put up with a lot of ugliness, and that night, there was trouble. A crew that had worked a 14-hour day in crap weather, they were looking to get their drunk on. A few of them started in on me. <laughs> First it was words, and then it was hands. This one guy wanted me to sit on his lap. He grabbed me by the wrist, then he grabbed me by the waist, and then he grabbed me a few other places. I said stop. Looks
1: like she's pissed, but what are you going to do,
4: sweetie? I always keep a pea shooter in my boot just in case. 22, but it'll circumcise you all the same. Could be I made things worse.
5: You <laughs> put that gun away, I'll forget you ever pointed that thing at me.
4: Get the hell out of my bar. Over here. That's when he grabbed me, grabbed me from behind and held a knife to my throat. We're going to have a dance first. We're going to put some money in the juke and we're going to slow dance just the way I like it. And that's when I noticed something, this jerk who's got a hold of me he's not even looking at me even though i'm aiming a pistol at him he's staring over at logan staring hard like daring him out of that booth logan he takes one last drag of a cigar stands up from his booth
2: you really don't want this jackson you cut off sammy's arm you cut off his damn arm and then you just leap over the railing two miles from the shore what the hell is that man last chance but let her go and then we can all go back to drinking
1: hey you're the one who killed sandy and jess aren't you what are you freak
4: his knife slipped cut me across the cheek
1: you should have listened
4: and that's when all hell broke loose that's when logan went after them next day i found teeth human teeth in the bar top right here you see that i had to pull them out with a pair of
3: pliers so you're saying he fought with the men on the langrock boat the men who are now dead you're not listening what
4: i said was he defended me from a bunch of drunk
3: assholes last
4: time i checked that puts you on the right side of justice so you think logan's a good person i do and that is the only reason i'm talking to you right now Maybe he's good then,
3: or maybe not. Whatever he is, he doesn't sound like the kind of guy who goes down easy. How did the fight end? Bad luck, game warden happened to be in the
4: bar. He goes out to his truck, loads up a grizzly tranquilizer, one shot to the neck, Logan's out. And the cops show up and drag him off to the station.
5: I'm, uh, Deputy Bobby Reed. Yeah, seeing you around. How you doing? We've got a one o'clock with Joseph Langrock.
4: the sure thing. He's waiting for you. Hey, this is about what happened on the fishing boat, right? Uh, yep, that's what
1: brought us the burns, yes.
4: Yeah, well, he would be good My daughter has cerebral palsy. <laughs> there was no way we could cover those costs. Mr. Langrock heard about a collection agency hunting me.
1: Paid for it all. <laughs> Your guardian angel, huh? For all of us.
4: <laughs> okay, go on. I'll, uh... See
1: you on the way out. Damn, <laughs> look at this place. Uh, what, have you never been here? No. Oh, just, yeah, just driven past. Uh, <laughs> you think they're safe? Uh, only one way to find out. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
5: Okay, come on, boys. Here you hey, go, guys. Boy. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. Oh, that's my good boys. You don't Very want to scare off our yes. guests, right? You don't want to scare them off. No, you don't. My God, I love these guys. <laughs> okay. okay. It's, it's an honor. Uh, uh, Joseph. Call me Joe. Joe, please. <laughs> Thanks for making the time, Joe. Yes. These are beautiful dogs. Well, aren't they? They really are. Oh, my God, I love goldens. See, they're bred to sit at their master's feet in a, in a boat. Uh, in miserably cold and damp conditions for hours. And then only when they were told to, oh. down kids, come on, <laughs> be good boys. We'll there. Yeah, they're okay. And only when they were told to would they leap out of the boat and splash into the water and paddle out to find a shot duck in the marsh. And they would be thrilled to do it. My God, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. You are loyal. <laughs> you are so good tempered and patient. Down, guys. No, you oh. sit. Yeah. And don't bite the guests. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> okay, you're thank you. No, you. You'll come yeah, in. Thank you, sir. Sure. Oh, okay, guys. And they are very well-trained. Wow. So, what has your investigation turned up so far? Ah, well, lots of questions. Maybe more questions than answers so far. This okay. This town has seen more than its share of trouble. We certainly have. Everything is bigger in Alaska, including trouble. Yeah. Now, I've lost men before. A wave sweeps someone overboard? A ship sinks in bad weather? Absolutely, but nothing like this. It makes me sick. I'm very saddened by what happened to those men. And I am going to make certain their families are taken care of. I take care of my people. I've done well in Burns, and I like to give back whenever I can. I mean, I grew up broke. I started off with a chainsaw and a truck, and now here I am.
1: Yes, and so what what did the sheriff tell you about what happened?
5: They were killed, and they were thrown into the hold by this Logan character. He had some sort of grudge against them, I'm told, and I hope you find him. And if there is anything at all that I can do to help make that happen, please call on me. We are going to get to the bottom of it. Oh, oh wow, look at that. Yes, that that's the trophy room over there. <laughs> That is all of our prized taxidermy. They, look they don't like, bite. Well, they look like they're still alive. They look like they could bite you. <laughs> yes. But don't be afraid. The dogs are afraid of them. The, dog, My the dogs, My dogs hate going in there. I you know why? Do, why? Because they know that one day they could end up with their pretty little heads in there. <laughs> and I... Okay. <laughs> but actually, I'm
1: kidding. Do you mind if we pop in there?
5: Uh, Well, please do. Joe. Okay. So we wanted to replicate the design of a wilderness lodge... My wife died over two decades ago in childbirth. I'm sorry. She and I honeymooned in Glacier National Park, and we had never loved a place so much until we built this home. We see, we wanted the same central fireplace, you know, right there. We wanted the the same iron and timber aesthetic. Are these all yours? Well, some of them, not all. See see the uh, 12 point oak rack, sure, over there? That's mine. Uh, That cougar mount. That black bear rug? Those pheasants? And what about the grizzlies? Well, that's Brent's, my oldest son. Is that a wildebeest? Brent's, too. Hunting (laughs) is a real passion for both of us, but but my son, Brent, is far more accomplished than I am. And, uh, Deputy, please don't pet the taxidermy. Oh, sorry. I'm going to tell you a story about Brent. You want to hear it? Sure. Yeah. So, Brent was only 16, so this was, what, um, over 10 years ago now? Back then, there were six inches of snow. Even in September, we had been tracking this bull moose for half a day. When the trees finally opened up, and there he was, a hundred yard shot, downhill with a driving wind. I thought we should wait, but Brent wanted to take it. There he is. Use the stump, set the rifle on the stump to steady yourself. Okay, there, okay. Right, that's good. Yeah, good. There you go. There you go. Steady now. mine he shot it in the lungs and it bolted we're near the inlet now and the bull is heading for it and he clambered out onto the ice we lost sight of it in the snow but it left a blood trail and we followed it but then then the hole opened up the bull had fallen through the ice maybe 20 yards from shore see the tide had gone out so the moose was down there in the mud in a hollow cavern with a ceiling of ice and we could see it down there struggling in the dark not dead not yet but close what we did next it was insane. i should have forbidden it but brent insisted this was a once-in-a-lifetime trophy so we went down Okay, so we opened up the passage near the shore and then we climbed beneath and hiked through the muck to where the bull had fallen. You should have seen it. The light seeping through the ice gave everything a gray white glow. There it is. Come on
0: now, Brent. We need to finish what you started. And quick. Now, finish it. Yes, Father.
5: Okay. We retrieved the head and the antlers first. That was the priority. Brent had to have his trophy. And then we butchered what we could in the time remaining. The tide was coming in, see. We could hear the waves coming closer and closer. Jesus, we need to get out of here. We could die down here get out now.
0: Just one more minute. We are going
5: now. Well, the water was around our ankles when we finally scrambled back.
0: Go, go, hurry, hurry.
5: Oh, it was, it was crazy what we did. But that's Brent. Even at 16, he was a force. Wow. You think we could sit down with him? What? Well, with with Brent?
1: Whatever for?
5: Well, you know, he lives here with you. I yes. Think. Both of my sons live with me. They help me run my business. Sure, sure.
1: And he's a celebrated hunter. It's hunting season. We thought he might, might have seen something. What? Seen... Something? Sure, something connected to the murders that have happened in and around Burns.
5: The only murders I know about took place on my boat. Oh, were you talking about those girls? Do you know either of them? Mm, no, I don't know anything beyond what I've read. Okay, what about Brent? Now look, everybody agrees that a bear. It was a bear. Hmm? Like Mr. Langrock says, it, it was probably a bear. Agent Marshall just likes to dot his T's cross his eyes. Right. Well, I'm sure Brent would be happy to talk to you. Uh, but, but he's gone. Well, I'm sure you must know that the sheriff is called for a hunt. Ridge and I are old friends, and I volunteered to sponsor it. If anyone's responsible for this town's security, it's me. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Hey, you know, weird thought, but do you think there's any chance one of your boats or any of your boats are being used to smuggle drugs? <laughs> I'm sorry, but. Why on earth would you say that? No, no, just uh, just hypothetically. I mean, you can practically (sighs) wave at the Russians from here after all, so...
5: Jesus. Well, fishing is a profession that attracts an unsavory sort. Itinerants, 'er ne'er-do-wells, like this Logan you're after. Occasionally we get a a drug user or two. Of course, uh, but do you speak to any of the men you hired onto your fleet? Look, hypothetically, as you say, something could happen on my boats and I wouldn't know anything about it. You do know that I underwrite the rehab clinic here in town, yes? No. I don't like- Father Hudson! Oh my goodness, this is my other son, Hudson. He takes care of the books for me. Hudson, good to meet you.
2: Father, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's time to prep for the two o'clock conference call.
5: Well, you'll excuse me. We're very busy, as you can see. I'm, I'm sure you can show yourselves out, okay? Absolutely. Thank you for your good time, gentlemen. Well, you're, you're very welcome. Now, Hudson. Yes, ma'am? Didn't I tell you to knock? Do that. What? I told you not to piss Mr. Langrock off.
1: I think he was pissed off? Uh-huh.
5: You were messing with him. You were, like, boxing him with words. Like, uh, oh, ugh. Oh. Of course he was pissed off. A
1: few days ago, you wanted some career advice. Here's some. Stop bending over for people who impress you.
5: You're after Logan, you're after the profit. you're after the Langrocks. What, you gonna come after me next?
1: Everyone's guilty of something, Bobby. <laughs> iron anything for you? I'm fine. It's not like ironing. Smoothing out every last wrinkle gives me a weird satisfaction.
3: Are you ironing your underwear?
1: Yeah. It's nothing like pulling on a good, stiff, warm pair of underwear.
3: I don't understand you sometimes. Where did you plant the bug at the Langrocks?
1: Popped it into a ear of a fox. It was on the floor, made to look like it was chasing a jackrabbit. I mean, you should see this place. Museum of Death. I
3: assume you've reviewed the data?
1: I have... I'm afraid our surveillance was compromised. What do you mean? Just listen. It's a whole lot of nothing, and then... My
5: sweet little boys, I love each of you. I love you.
0: Father, you have a museum fundraiser scheduled for the 14th in Anchorage. Good boys. Since you're up there, do you want to tie in a flight to Seattle? Whole Foods has been wanting to arrange a sit down. I I think we're close on a deal there. No.
5: Mm-mm.
0: We've been trying to get our crab into Whole Foods for years.
5: Oh, this isn't just— Don't whine! I can't stand that whiny voice of yours. But Can you I... man it up a little bit? Just, just man up. But... I'm going to be staying right here. I am never leaving here. You irresponsible! Don't have to. Hear. <laughs> oh my boys! Did I scare you? Did Daddy scare you? <laughs> oh, dude, well, okay. Go get the chew toy. Okay get okay, the you, you bring
1: the Hey. let Get over there. Stop the dog. Stop the dog. Stop bad dog. he in his mouth. He's eating something.
0: What is he No bad dog.
3: Well, there goes that bug. I need to finish uploading our report. <laughs> Huh. A message just came in from Bobby. Yeah? We've got another Vic. What? Uh, Dynamosis from Equak Village. What happened? I don't know. She's still alive, but in surgery. She survived.
0: Starring Richard Armitage as Wolverine. Directed by Brendan Baker. Assistant directed by Chloe Prisinos. Produced by Jenny Radalit and Daniel Fink. Written by Benjamin Percy. Scott Adsett as Sheriff Ridge. Bob Balaban as Joseph Langrock. Zoe Chow as Mallory. Otto Isondo as Agent Marshall. Celia Keenan-Bolger as Agent Pierce. Andrew Keenan-Bolger as Bobby. Brian Stokes Mitchell as Prophet. David Call as Hudson Langrock. James Hinman as Langrock Guard. Lannan Kalea as Brent Langrock, Armando Riesco as Jackson, Gordon Tashjian as the Hunter. Our associate producer is Chloe Wilson. Our production manager is Emily Pontecorvo. Casting by Shayna Markowitz. Our recording engineer is Colin Alexander. Production assistance from Stephanie Kariuki, Carly Krim, and Frank Cooper. Original composition by Deru. Additional music by Max Spranzi. Sound design and mixing by Brendan Baker and Chloe Priscinos. Post-production services provided by Phenomophon. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman, Lindsey Bowen, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Casada, Dan Silver, Axel Alonzo, and Chris Bannon. Our executive editor is Peter Clowney. Marvel's consulting producers are Harry Goh and Sarah Amos. Special thanks to CDM Studios, Matt Gorley, Parabolic Studios, SAG After, and Wagon Road Camp. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. For even more Wolverine The Long Night, listen to the Marvel After Show. Hosted by Christina Harrington and Gerard Milligan. Wolverine is a production of Marvel and Stitcher.